Chapter Twelve of Mountain Adventures in the Various Countries of the World. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in July two thousand eighteen. Mountain Adventures in the Various Countries of the World by John Timms. Chapter Twelve, The Brocken the brocken is the name of the principal mountain of the picturesque chain of the harz mountains in the kingdom of hanover from its summit raised about ten thousand five hundred feet above the level of the sea may be seen a plain of seventy leagues in extent occupying nearly the twentieth part of europe and having a population of more than five million of inhabitants from the most remote historical epochs the brocken has been the theatre of the marvellous on the top of it there may still be seen blocks of granite called the seat and the altar of the sorceress a spring of limpid water is named the magic fountain and the common name of the anemone which grows on this mountain is the flower of the fairies we may presume that these names owe their origin to the worship of the great idol which the saxons secretly worshipped on the summit of the brocken when christianity was already dominant in the plain and as the place in which this worship was celebrated must have been much frequented no doubt this spectre which so often haunts it at the rising of the sun was taken notice of in these long past times so tradition says that this spectre had its share in the tribute paid by the superstitious if all who constantly live in sight of the brocken desire to ascend it at least once in their lives if all other germans who though it lies out of their horizon have often heard of it and aspire also to enjoy the spectacle in question which living as they do in the plains their imagination is unable to represent to them by any analogous image it is easy to conceive what an influence this mountain has in the fine season still it has only been since the beginning of this century that the fashion of visiting the brocken has become an established one it appears that all the exaggerations of the eighteenth century were necessary to interest men in its beauties before that there were few beside the woodcutters who were eager enough about it to attempt a difficult ascent towards the end of the last century the number of the curious increasing the count of wernigerode whose principality lies under the sides of the mountain and embraces the mountain itself taking pity on those who suffered from tempests on these heights and sympathizing with those who wished to pass the night there in order to witness the rising and setting of the sun caused a hotel to be constructed on the top it was finished on the tenth of september eighteen hundred one of the servants of the count's household an excellent man who will be remembered by all who visited the brocken during his lifetime was installed as innkeeper at the height of three thousand five hundred feet under the strange condition that he should always live there even during the winter no doubt in order that it might be said that the goodness of the count never fails in any weather 
so this brave man allowed himself to be buried in the snow all the year round with his wife and daughter for it often accumulates even to the top of the roof and they could only breathe and see the sky through a little tower in the middle of the house thus he passed thirty-three years in perfect serenity and from this elevation he could in one sense command all germany i must be permitted this remembrance of a simple-minded honest soul the contrast between his patriarchal hospitality and the often stormy majesty of the mountain is striking and at the same time resting and pleasant when i ascended the brocken for the first time as a young man i reached the top at eleven o'clock at night having lost my way and being pierced through and through with the cold but some dogs in answer to my call signalized my approach and the good gerlach came running to meet me with a lantern and some brandy next morning when i left he would descend with me as far as the forests and his eyes were full of tears i was no doubt the last visitor whom he would see that year for the snow already threatened to entomb them this year i did not find him there and i could not help mourning for him for his name is attached to the history of the mountain the brocken is now a sort of necessity to the people of lower germany they love to contemplate from its summit that fatherland which seems so parcelled out and divided to those who do not view it from above students above all go there in numbers there are universities all around marburg göttingen jena leipzig halle berlin and the ascent of the brocken is a sort of exercise which the students feel obliged to take it is not however only on account of this singular spectacle which is seen from the summit but from the nature of its rocks and firs that the brocken has become famous among the poets it is here that for a long time if we are to believe the tradition all the witches in germany have held their rendezvous they even assert that the devil himself hailed down the rocks which cover the cupola of the mountain for some years past the ascent of this mountain has been wonderfully facilitated i have related with what difficulty i formerly mounted in order to understand this it is necessary to know that the brocken is not a mountain but literally a heap of stones it is probable that originally it was composed of high needles of granite of which some are still to be seen in other parts of the hearts in course of time these needles have become divided into enormous blocks which have fallen and accumulated around the base so that at length nothing but ruins remain of the primitive edifice it is amidst these blocks that the fir trees have rooted themselves the waters filter through and draw below and every moment after you quit the regular paths you run the risk of falling into some bog which is half covered with moss and large plants otherwise there is scarcely a precipice i may say scarcely a ravine into which one could fall it is a squat monster on the round back of which a man may easily climb this time i ascended it not on foot not on a mule not in a chair carried by porters i went up in a post-chaise they have made an excellent road 
as sure and safe as the gravel path of a park without any danger without any difficulty without even a jump and by just paying a very moderate toll everyone is free to avail himself of it i could not believe my eyes when i found myself in my carriage with my hanoverian postilion smacking his whip and blowing his horn on this height which had cost me so dear at my first ascent add to that that i had travelled from dresden to harzburg during the day and had reached the foot of the brocken after a journey of three hundred miles by railway the hexentanzplatz the ilsenstein it was in the midst of a wild and desert place among heaps of naked and sombre rocks between which the border winds its course that in former times the sorceresses of the north held their solemn meeting every year on the first of may the place was well chosen and few persons were likely to have the indiscretion to trouble their rendezvous even in our civilized times in full daylight under the azure of a fine sky and in the glad rays of the sun these dark shapeless masses so rugged and so strange arrest the smile on the lips of the traveller and cause him to think that however little superstitious he may be he would feel rather strange about midnight on some peak or in some dark passage of this convulsion of nature which has the appearance of a petrified tempest let him suppose to increase the effect that heavy clouds were hanging over the summits that pale lightnings and heavy thunders were seen and heard and there would be wanting few favourable conditions to any one who wished to assure himself that he was at all times master of his nervous system it is on the hexentanzplatz that goethe has placed the scenes of the witches meeting the walpurgis night in the drama of faust Quote, how strangely across these abysses shines a northerly and dim light which penetrates even into the depths of the gulf there rises a vapour further off an unhealthy exhalation here through a veil of mists flashes a warm brightness sometimes like a light thread sometimes breaking out as from a living source here it winds in a thousand streaks across the valley and further on in a narrow gorge it collects all at once near us fall a rain of sparks which cover the soil with a gold dust but look there in all its heights the wall of rocks is in a blaze mephistopheles does not lord mammon light up his palace splendidly for the feast End quote. We can now ascend quite easily on to the plateau of the witches, thanks to a staircase of eleven hundred steps. There we are almost opposite to the granite rocks of the Rossetrappe, horse's hoofprint. From the one side you command the valley of the border, from the other a vast plain towards the west. The Ilsenstein, like most part of the Harz Mountains, is isolated and terminates the chains of the mountains which go towards the east towards the plateau of thuringia it is in front of the brocken and is an immense block of granite which rises to a peak at more than three hundred feet above the valley in which flows the little river ilse forming an innumerable number of cascades 
which are particularly charming from their bright and smiling appearance in the midst of such stern scenery according to tradition there was at the summit of the ilsenstein an enchanted palace inhabited by a king of the hearts named ilsan and he had a daughter of remarkable beauty named ilse a wicked fairy caused this charming princess to die of jealousy she is still to be seen sometimes as the superstitious people think bathing in the river which bears her name if she meets a traveller she conducts him to the interior of the mountain where she loads him with riches perhaps the meaning of this legend is that this mountain contains like the rammelsberg precious mines the summit is reached by a steep pathway which passes over blocks of naked rock of the most singular forms from the ilsenstein you gain the top of the brocken by an easy and picturesque road this mountain the usual end and aim of excursions in the hearts is estimated very differently by persons who have made the ascent as on the rigi the common desire of tourists is to see the sunrise but though a pure sky is favourable for the spectacle there are also unexpected moments which answer the traveller's wishes as perfectly we had started in the evening from ilsenstein in very bad weather but we had the good fortune next day to witness one of the curious sights which leave a much stronger impression than that of a splendid and vast panorama stretched out beneath one's feet the clouds which were crowded over the valley in a compact and heavy mass resembled a sea formed of immense and motionless waves electric currents passed from one to another from time to time but without producing the least noise at this moment the sun rose and by a strange contrast lighted up in a reddish tint the upper part of the mountain on which we were without communicating any of this lively colour to the lower mass of clouds which retained their leaden hues it seemed as if all the bright rays were broken one by one and decomposed on their surface the effect was magical it appeared like two different worlds seen the one from the other the earth seen from some superior planet to describe faithfully what we felt at this moment would require the genius of milton or of dante magasin pittoresque end of chapter 12